Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor simply is the perfect place to go if you're trying to start a podcast. First off, free, that's great, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super easy to use, super intuitive, Uh, and then once you have that edited, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places uh, where you listen to podcasts. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away. No minimum listenership. Start getting that anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello and welcome back to the Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, uh, no Ty Lee, but we do have Ford Brandon. Ford, welcome back on the pod. What's going on, man? Yeah, glad to have you on. We just had to get a quick reaction for the college football playoff rankings. Only three to go. Um, it's only right with the amount of shakeup that we were expecting. I know, yeah. and I think we, we just got to, let's, let's just cut right to it and talk about the biggest, uh, biggest news of this. How did Appalachian State move down one spot? That is BS. That is bullcrap. How man. are they? How did they move down to twenty fifth? Well, at least they kept them in the rankings. Yeah, if they booted them out. I would have sent a mean letter. That would have been ridiculous. That's that. Yeah. I. I. Th- this playoff is out. Committee is out of control. <laughs> they put. Yeah. They. They put Virginia Tech in over our boys Yosef. That's bullshit. The hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. It's bullshit. It's not true. <laughs> I did not answer. I did not rank them. I did, I did not. <laughs> um, I mean, I, th- I honestly think they probably just moved down one just because VTech, um, pro- I mean, I, they looked really impressive versus a quality Virginia team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not Virginia, sorry, uh, Pitt team. Um, I mean, they shut them out. It was like 28-zip, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's probably it. But, but also, Virginia Tech's probably going to play Clemson in like the ACC championship game, so that's like to booster that resume. I mean, because you know the playoff committee does that because Clemson's going to be undefeated and they're going to have no ranked or no ranked wins, you know. And so now this is kind of their shot. Yeah, exactly. This is this is Vautech's shot. I guess they're going to be the sacrificial lamb uh, to Clemson in a couple weeks. But <laughs> let's let's actually talk about the real. Um, Real discussion here. Several interesting points. This is going to be a quick little uh, pod, little baby bonus pod for y'all. So we're going to make sure to get in, be you know, get in and out real quick for you. But um, while you are heading to your Thanksgiving festivities or whatever, so let's just get down to it. Biggest takeaway from these rankings for us uh, as Oklahoma fans, or. You know, big and tw- USC is number twenty-two. Well, okay, we'll we, spot, we, by the way, we, we, that we'll scoot that out of the way. That's BS. <laughs> um, anyways, it has to be the Big Twelve looking great with OU moving up two spots, as you would hope. But the biggest thing is Baylor jumping up five spots from fourteen. Um, what an incredible week for the Big Twelve. Uh, just just with Baylor boost hopping up that far, Oregon plummeting, you know, into the depths yeah. of mediocrity. This is exactly they take, they took what we a needed. Good punch. Yeah, I mean that that. Uh, first of all, let's just talk about Oregon. How excited were you to see Herm pull off that win? 
Oh, that 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 was that made me so happy, dude! Like finally, he gets that one like signature win, and Arizona State has just been hammered for hiring this old man from, from like the depths of the NFL. Has <laughs> been on ESPN for a while doing commentating because he sucked as a coach in the pro league, and so I mean, like you know, after like back to back, you know, five lost seasons, like it really wasn't looking that good. But this one kind of rejuvenated that season. I mean, it it doesn't do anything for SC. You know, Utah needs to lose for USC, you know, for it to really matter for them to hop into the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah. But but also, that's huge for OU because if Oregon was ranked, what, like, were they six? You know, they would have been six uh, if they had won out and um, played Utah in the championship and then a, a win versus number six Oregon compared to OU versus, like, nine, you know, or... Yeah, like nine Baylor, like, and probably wouldn't help you a lot. So Oregon losing and really kind of, um, I guess, decrediting that Utah resume really helps. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing with all of it is the fact that we don't have two one loss Pac twelve teams because either way, whoever wins, we're screwed. Uh, but in this case, not only can not only you know is there the hypothetical of Oregon beating Utah, which I think is very possible. Oregon's still a very good team. I think they will. I think they will too. Um, and we'll get to picks, you know, for that next week. But um, not only that, you the, the, in terms of just looking at the resume of for I mean, just Utah already doesn't have anything. They they don't the. the only t- the only uh, top twenty five team they played so far is USC, and they lost to them. Um, and then let's just say they beat Oregon, third string quarterback. Yeah, l- let's say they beat Oregon. That's a that's probably a twentieth ranked Oregon team at that point. Maybe a little lower, maybe seventeen. Like, yeah, probably like seventeen. You know, yeah. After that game, probably late teens. Three a three loss Oregon team. Compare that to like what OU's resume would be if everything stands pat and OU wins out. That would be, you know, hopefully a uh, Oklahoma State team holding on by the skid of their teeth in the top twenty-five. Uh, hopefully, Iowa State doesn't blow it against. They probably won't. I mean, the, unless OSU really, really competes and it's a close game. But then at the end of the day, OU doesn't want that. OU needs to blow OSU out the water. Yeah, and, and an Iowa State win uh, over K State would be nice as well. I would think, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the fact is, OU, and then obviously the two Baylor wins. That's, I mean, that, that's that's four top tw- top twenty five wins mm-hmm. compared to one. That's awesome, especially with how Baylor has been rising. Uh, Minnesota can still drop a little bit um, if they lose this weekend, uh, which I don't really know if we care about that. We just we just need to we just need we just need one decisive Big Ten champ. I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's when you compare resumes. Um, I think it's kind of it's almost inarguable that OU's is, OU's strength of schedule definitely trumps Utah, but um, well, I guess and you also have to factor in losses too because a loss to USC with a um, I don't know I guess in the eyes of the committee you know a loss to USC who is currently ranked is better than a loss to K State but at the same time USC had Matt Fink in their third string quarterback and you know and. They beat their ass, and so I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's going to be really tough, you know. If both teams went out, they'd probably give the edge to Utah. But I think I think I think if both teams went head to head, OU's better. I think it's a very 
I mean, it's tough because Utah has looked very good uh, the past couple weeks. They did struggle against a very, very mediocre Washington team. But I don't know. I, I think it would be a, a much better game than a lot of people uh, are anticipating just you know on the eye test right now. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think OU is in a very good position. Oh yeah, Just OU to, should be thrilled. If OU handles their business, I think they, I think they went out over Utah, and I think they have. I honestly think they went out, went out over Alabama as well. Yeah, I think, I think everyone kind of can agree that at this point, Alabama is a little bit of a placeholder. I mean, because they're not, they're not, you know, struggling and losing in a way. I mean, they're playing bad teams, but they're not struggling or losing in a bad, or winning in a bad fashion. I mean, they're played what. A terrible Mississippi State team. Then you play an FCS team, so you're supposed to dominate and look really well. So you kind of, I mean, you can't drop them, but everyone knows that you know they're not. I mean, they're not going to be in the conference championship, you know, because LSU will you know go in their in their in their place as the in the SC, as representing the SEC West. And so, I mean, I think a one loss conference champ over a, a one loss team with a backup quarterback and not a conference champ, I think you know is easily trumps that team. I, I think the biggest thing is they just don't have that extra boost that they had in years past to override the lack of a conference championship yeah, uh, or the lack of a the yeah, brand name. Yeah, or the lack of a big win. They just have their brand name, and I mean. And, and obviously a one-loss record, a good loss to LSU. But if you really look at all of it, like they, they have not been very impressive in their wins. They haven't been Bama-like. They haven't been the Death Star. They've just been a, yeah. ver- a very cool like Star Destroyer. I mean, Sh- they were good. I mean, they're, I think I think with Tua, they're a playoff team. Like, I think, I, think, I mean, a, a Nick Saban team, you know, I mean, I think deserves the respect on its own. But but you know they obviously their defense really I mean their offenses looked amazing but their defense really lacked kind of like LSU which I guess we'll get to that in a minute you know for the one yeah. too but I mean their schedule is atrocious you know I mean that the only win they would have to pat their back on or to really hang their hat on rather would be an eight and four Auburn team that's exactly that's not that's not nearly enough to get you in to, the to one get over that hump was at home and they lost. If Alabama gets in, it's an absolute fraud, I think. Yeah. I'm just going to flat out say it. That would be an absolute fraud. Everything you said about conference championships mattering, throw that out the window because it doesn't matter. Alabama would be getting in purely due to the logo. or Not even the logo. Yeah, the, the, their logo, their respect that they, they've earned over their years. And that's it. Because, honestly, that's the, the, their resume, it doesn't match up. Like, like we've said, I'm, I don't want to talk in circles. It just it wouldn't be enough to to trump that conference championship. If that is the case, there shouldn't be conference championships at all. Honestly, mm-hmm. there there's no point. I think, I mean, just make the playoff. You know, two SEC, Alabama, another SEC team, and then Clemson, Ohio State every single year. If we're gonna throw out all criteria that the playoff committee says that they use every time, if we're just gonna put Alabama in, even when there's other teams that have that are definitely more deserving and have better schedules, um, which I, at the end of the day, this is all hypothetical and it's probably really likely that Alabama gets left out. But I think also the playoff committee realizes that Alabama, with like with this week's schedule, does not have. Anyways, I think we should wrap up the pod. Is there anything you want to say before we leave? Memphis is we we honestly should should have added them to the uh, Big Twelve when we had the chance. To be to be honest, I th- I you know I would have accepted Mem- that. 
I think that would have been Memphis cool. and then Cincinnati kind of have Cincinnati would be a, I don't know about They'd be Cincinnati. a great friend for uh, West Virginia. You know, get It's like yeah. it, Link, you know, Link, you know how far yeah. it is. They're kind of that one. It's like when you get it it's like when you get a dog and you have to give give your dog a friend. That that that's what that's what Cincinnati could be for them. <laughs> They're just like you know, Ohio is not Big Twelve. No, like that's not, why neither is West Virginia. Like, adding though. UCF, like neither is West Virginia though. So, well, they have no. The, I mean, they have the characteristics of Big Twelve. I don't even know about that. I mean, West Virginia is that backwood, you know, middle of America kind of like. We're like a different type of middle America though. They're like. They're they're a little rowdy. They're a little rowdy. I like it. I, I like them too. They drink a lot, burn calories. This should be really a defining weekend. It really should be. I mean, Ohio State's finally pl- they'll play their best opponent in Michigan. Um, I mean, OU's playing Bedlam. Minnesota's playing Wisconsin. I mean, hell, Minnesota. If Minnesota wins out, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I I fully agree with that, and. Um... And if they went out, that means them beating Ohio State. And do you remove Ohio State? I guess we'll find out if that happens. What would that, you do? I mean, I don't tough. know, man. It's tough. But we should, we'll should. we talk about that on the uh, Picks Pod uh, as soon as we can, So, if you're down for that. Okay. So, cool. Cool, cool. Oh, also, uh, I'm going to pose one more thing. So, the highest ranking FC, I mean, um, um, non-Power 5 school, um, what are the group of five school? That's what it is. Sorry, I couldn't think of that. The highest ranked group of five team uh, goes to the New Year's Six Bowl. And this weekend, Memphis and Cincinnati play in Memphis. Uh, I think Boise State plays, I think, Hawaii next and one other team. And then Appalachian State has one more team to go. I can't remember. And a conference it. championship, some, I think. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think ends up getting that uh, power? That group of five. Ugh, I, I hate to say it because I love I love my boys, Yosef. Oh, they have a no. long way to go, but I don't think they can make it. Um, I think it's probably going to be. I, I like Memphis a lot here with that one. Um, with Tua Tagovailoa starting at quarterback with at, at Alabama, um, that you know they they could have a legit shot at being in the playoff. I mean, I I, I personally think that with Tua Alabama as a playoff team. But right now, they're, I think they're placed at five, and even by beating these weak teams like Mississippi State and the FCS team, West, Western, was it Western, Western Carolina? Carolina, yeah, Where they play some direction of Carolina, <laughs> the, the fictional direction. Anyway, they were supposed to win by seventy, and they almost did. So I mean, and even they have a backup quarterback in this. Wasn't Mark Jones? Um, it's it something it, Jones. It's Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. I mean, clearly. They are not. They are not the same team as they are with Tua, and I. But you can't move them down in the rankings, you know, by dominating these weak teams. But at the end of the day, a one-loss conference champ will trump that team. So I don't have any problem, you know, with Alabama being at five right now. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, and it all, we all know, especially uh, our old friend Boaten Blake knows firsthand that uh, the last. The last rankings are really the only ones that count. That's when things can really shift, exactly. where you could go from three to six, things like that. Exactly. I mean, that's what uh, Ohio State did that in, what was it? Was it 2014? It was 14. Or the year they won the title where they beat Wisconsin like 60 Yeah, nothing. it was 2014. They drummed them. Yeah. Damn, that really shows you the the importance of conference championships too. I mean, it's just an extra game to boost your resume, you know, versus another quality team. 
Um, but I think I really do think Baylor jumping up five spots really surprised me. I mean, and OU should be delighted with that. I mean, that's great news for them. But I think um, Baylor, I think, kind of got respect by the committee and jumped so high because after suffering a devastating, you know, twenty-eight to three, you know, twenty-five point comeback of OU and lose, end up losing that game. And they come back versus a team that they clearly respect in Texas and just thump Texas, you know, as a, a very emotional bounce back win. That I think they really wanted to see how they responded, and they have two wins versus currently ranked teams in Iowa State and OSU, who are ranked at um, uh, twenty one and twenty three. So I th- I think that at the end of the day, you know, when you when the season's kind of closing and you look at Baylor's resume as a whole, as a whole it really isn't as bad as uh, people kind of thought it to be at the when they were like six, seven, eight. Yeah, I, I think the Big Twelve just is a very uh, cannibalistic conference. So you really do, as yeah, is as tradition. is tradition, things make no sense. And uh, I'm just saying. I have, I'm I'm legit kind of worried for this weekend where Baylor has to go to uh, Lawrence face off against Les Miles in his uh, finale of his uh, first season. Dude, that would that would be the classic riverboat gambler Les Miles if he could just ruin. I would Baylor's hate it. Season. I would hate it. That last. I would game. hate it so much. I do not want it to happen. I kind of hate myself for speaking it into existence, but. Um, I mean, they can't go to a bowl, so that would be why they play for it. That'd be what they play for. I guess I would. I would hate that. It. And Les, and I do. I do think it's very shocking to me that they ranked that they jumped five spots over teams like Florida and Wisconsin and Michigan, who clearly, I mean, have had the the committee's respect for a long time. I mean, Florida had just been consistently winning games. I guess and been you know placed at that ten and eleven spot for just weeks and weeks and weeks at a time, and then finally they just decide to leapfrog Baylor, you know, out of nowhere. I mean, it's just kind of Florida, much like most of the people who live there, is like those people who you know keep they get thrown out of the bar and then they find their way back in, and yeah. Climb through the window, <laughs> through the vents. Exactly. Florida is way too drunk. They need to go home. Just send them out of the top ten forever, please. Um, but, but yeah, no, I know. I think it was very impressive. I was very stunned uh, to see them at yeah. nine. Honestly, at nine was I, – I, when, I, when I saw them at ten, I was very surprised. But uh, hopping Penn State, getting in at nine was huge. Uh, it looks like the – if you actually kind of look at it, it kind of looks like the um, – committee finally was like hey if you have zero losses you should be ahead of the ones and if you have one losses you should be ahead of the twos they decided to look at math for once dude you like cut out again. okay okay no, okay they decided to do math okay. for once and looked at oh if you have one loss you should be above the two loss teams the <laughs> yeah. o- the only yeah. the only team that is uh that has a has a has a loss that you know is a power five that's above a, t- uh, a team with less losses than them is Auburn over Notre Dame, which mm-hmm. is, which I think is deserved. It, so, Screw yeah. Them. Apparently, these people hate Notre Dame, which is uh, they're 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 Good. which is crazy because in past they they have put Notre Dame in the top ten with six losses, yeah. like six and six Notre Dame. At like I, I have heard stories of Notre Dame <laughs> still being in the top twenty five despite having five losses. Yeah. But let's wrap this up with it's just yeah terrible. for sure. Okay, so let's wrap this up. With our kind of final final thoughts here, 
Uh, Ohio State jumping LSU. Were you surprised? Um, I mean, I understand it because one Ohio State. Uh, I mean, I think they have equivalent offenses. They've been very dominant on the offensive side. But Ohio State, thus far, even even though LSU has the number one ranked, the the best schedule so far, um, at the best schedule, and obviously, I mean, I don't think it's the hardest schedule. You know, I guess when you compare things like that. I mean, I don't know the analytics or what the stats would say, but. They have a very, very tough schedule. They're undefeated, but their defense hadn't looked nearly as dominant as they have in the past compared to Ohio State. So I think this is just kind of one of those things where it's, you know, it's going to flip-flop week by week, you know? It's just kind of one of those, like, I guess LSU played Arkansas, who stinks, you know, but they put up 21 points on them, and then... Ohio State, you know, kind of dominates this Penn State team for most of the game until, like, they're kind of a late rally. And Penn State, you know, obviously they think very highly of them, putting them at nine, which I think – I mean, at ten, which I think is kind of atrocious anyway. But, I mean, I I, I think – I mean, there's a, there's a case for that or both. I mean, clearly I think the eye test and with LSU schedule, they should probably be number one. But Ohio State has looked dominant versus a good schedule. So, I, I mean – I think I think I mean it's it's justified. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think if you really look at it, I, I I would not want to play Ohio State at all. I think they're a very complete team. Uh, a lot of their a lot of the reasons why they looked bad against Penn State was you know kind of stupid, you know, kind of dumb mistakes. But in general, that that's a team that is great top to bottom. I think there are a lot of weaknesses with LSU uh, defensively. I think I don't know. I I just I think they're. It's not like they're bad defensively. No, it, it, they're. <laughs> they held Alabama to like thirteen points in the first. No, half. they're not. They're not bad defensively. They're just not. They're not as good as Ohio State, which is, you know, that that's not an insult at all. They're one A and one B is what they are, and I just I, I just think yeah. Ohio State has the edge based off what I've seen, but uh, I guess we'll mm-hmm. see. You know, that's that's what the playoff is for. So. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think it's going to be really interesting this week. I mean, Michigan is looking really good now. I mean, I, they're kind of peaking. They're, I mean, they're peaking at the right time, but at the same time, they're peaking at the wrong time because they have two losses, you know. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter even if they beat Ohio State. But, I mean, I mean, when it, uh, playoff concerning-wise. But, I mean, they are, they are looking really good right now. I mean, I, I wouldn't – I mean, I'd still probably – you know, take other teams in the top four right now. But if they beat Ohio State, that's going to be the end of the world. That is going to be crazy. Like, what do you what do you do? Do you leave Ohio State out the playoffs? I think you have. Well, no, I, I think you have. Because what if what if Utah and OU both went out and win the conference championship? I mean, that's very tough. And it, I think would de- I, I don't know, man. I, mean, I think I, it would depend on what you know the game. But I think OU probably gets shafted there. Honestly, I would be very nervous. In maybe. I would be very nervous to be an OU person uh, with that. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I think it's a very real possibility. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying like Michigan's good and they're peaking at the right time, and they got Ohio State in the big house. It's a, it's probably arguably the biggest rivalry in college football. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I think it's an interesting point to really wonder which one is. I, I think Ohio State-Michigan is, I'll say this, I think it's probably the most overrated rivalry in college football right now. 
well, just because you know how. Do you know how many records? It's the classic Harbosh like choke. Like Ohio, Michigan. Or let me put the put it this way: Bedlam is less lopsided than Ohio State, Michigan has been since two thousand. What's what's it been since two thousand? Uh, Ohio State or Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan only has two wins over the Buckeyes. Oh shit! Yeah. No way. Look two look up the wins in look up the Wikipedia. It's like stunningly lopsided. Oh my god! Damn. Okay, I didn't know yeah. that. I <laughs> That's good to be. <laughs> on that note, I think we should. At the, on that note, we're wrapping it up. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our quick reaction pod. Um, about the rankings we'll see you asap probably not asap not as soon as possible but we'll have the picks up for you as soon as we can and uh yeah so thank you so much for listening as always ford uh always good having you on buddy it was a pleasure man sure so for me and ford um this has been the schooner pod uh college football playoff show uh see you next time boomer sooner